1: This episode was sponsored by Girls Can Crate, a subscription box inspiring girls to believe that they can be and do anything. Real women make the best heroes, and every month they deliver them to your front door. And by Ellen Gross, Jill Harrigan, Chantelle Oliver, Jamie Lang, Mandy Booty, Mari B. Hedgecough, Monique Harris-Pixado, Craig Williamson, Tracy Newman, and Madison Chippendale. Thank you so much for being our sponsors. We couldn't do it without you. You can become a sponsor for as little as a buck a month. Just click donate on our website. Happy Halloween, Olivia. Happy
2: Halloween. It's spooky season, finally. It's been spooky for a while, but now, now it's now it's fun spooky season.
1: Right. Yeah, I've been saying actually that it's been so fascinating to watch America take refuge and comfort in Halloween <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and in death and fear and all the grizzly parts of yeah <laughs> at,
2: at least we can control the horror when we're uh, doing it ourselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> October has for millennia it's been the season of that veil between our world and the other world being very thin Mm. It's something to do with um, October 31st and November 1st being a cross-quarter day. It's halfway in between the equinox and the solstice. That's what makes the veil thin, apparently. Hmm. But in a magical place called the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico, (gasps) Ah. the veil has always been very thin. Hmm. According to the ancient Maya, our world and the underworld, they are right on top of each other. And mm. you can access the underworld at any time, which means the underworld can access us at any time. Oh. And when I was there a couple of months ago, I heard a story that I keep thinking about. Mm. While I was in a town called Bayadolid, I met a man named Jesus Antonio Kupul-Setzal. Uh,
0: hola. <laughs> Mi nombre es Jesús Antonio Kupul-Setzal. Uh, soy de aquí, de Valladolid, Yucatán.
1: And he speaks Mayan, Spanish, and English.
0: Uh, Acaba, Jesús Antonio Cupul um, okay. My name is Jesús. I'm from here, from Valladolid, Yucatán.
1: He told me a story that was told to him by his grandparents and they heard it from their grandparents, who heard it from their grandparents. It goes all the way back. Hmm. The story of a woman named Shtabai. Shtabai lived many centuries ago. We can't be sure when, but she's still around today. Ooh. This is the story of a woman and her sister, but Really, it's a story about the darkness within us all.
2: Mm. And
1: that's what makes it so Halloween-y.
2: <laughs>
1: and this time of year, and maybe 2020 in general, <laughs> I think we've all become more painfully aware of the darkness, the, the human potential mm. for giving in to our darker impulses, mm. and the possibility that given the right amount of pressure, that monster within could be unleashed
2: Mm. in all of us
1: (laughs) I think homeschooling parents know what I'm talking about (laughs) yes (laughs) and this story is this ancient Mayan tale that to me explores in an amazing way our potential for darkness Like it's the question of who is evil and what makes a person evil hmm but Shtabai, she was kind and good.
2: Hmm. Yeah, good.
1: But she isn't anymore.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Katie Nelson. And I'm Olivia Mickle. And this is What's Her Name Fascinating Women You've Never Heard Of.
0: The history of the Shtabai began a long time before of the of the the worst years in mexico it's like the story of the of the grandparents and it comes. for example my 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 grandparents uh, to tell me Mm -hmm. the Mm shtabay and their grandparents is is like this yeah all the way back yes Mm. all the people
1: so once upon a time there was a woman named shtabay
0: is a lady it's a lady from from family but it's a good lady with long black hair and with a white dress like Mm. it's a dress called here in in yucatan ipil or WIPIL is a dress from from here
1: she's very beautiful but that beauty didn't spoil her she wasn't vain she wasn't selfish Mm. she was generous caring kind
0: she Helped to the old men with some very, very much things. And all the people of the town didn't understand why the lady helped other old men.
1: She cared for abandoned animals.
2: Aww. She
1: would travel huge distances to care for villages that all, like everybody, had fallen ill. Mm. She was, had a heart of gold. All right. Shtabai. That's Disney princess level. Yeah, but no. Oh. But no, because <laughs> the other key thing to know about Shtabai is that she's a liberated woman, so to speak. She believes in free love. Ah, yeah no, yeah, no, not a so, Disney princess. Yeah. No. But that's what makes her so interesting. Mm. She's dangerous, but good. Mm. She's got a sister.
0: Utscolel. Or in Spanish, la más bonita. And was very nice, but was a bad person.
1: Cold, cruel, selfish. Mm. But she obeyed all the rules. Mm. She also kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the monster? Ah. Where does the darkness
2: lie? Mm. Yay, complicated. Yes.
0: She, the Utskoler, start to talk something bad about Stabai. So, and and start to, to say to the fathers, to the other people, then the Stabai is making something bad, but it was not. She was... Only help other people.
1: Utskalel, she can't handle it. Mm. She spreads a rumor or the truth <laughs> that her sister is a loose woman. But she goes farther than that.
0: Empiezan, start to think mm. that it was a, como se dice, es, es como una prostituta, Prost, prostitute. Mm-hmm. But it was not he, he like this. It's, She was a very good uh, lady. Mm.
1: I mean, what did Utskalal think was going to (laughs) happen? She probably wasn't expecting what actually happened, which is pretty grisly.
0: So, one night.
1: Shtabai was walking um, home alone um, at night.
0: Young. All the young men was drunk and followed this lady. And they, como it did la, la viola and to kill the lady.
1: Murdered. Oh. And left at oh. the base of a tree. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> See, we like our Halloween specials to be grisly, but not like real. Grizzly. Yeah. <laughs> we want darkness, but not, not yeah. real darkness. But this is the key part of the story because it explains everything that has happened ever since.
0: Mmm. When the men killed the lady, mm-hmm. happened in the one tree. They call it yasche, in Spanish, ceiba. Huh. Ceiba is, is, is a tree.
1: They say her body was found lying at the foot of a ceiba tree, looking peaceful.
0: It began to smell like flowers.
1: And surrounded by flowers that had bloomed all around her overnight. Mm. They're called hmm. It's
0: Like something, something sweet.
1: Utz she's freaking out. So she rips up all of the flowers, just tears them out of the ground, and immediately they grow back. Hmm. Okay, so she's the the key geographical feature here is this saba tree that she is killed at the base of. Mm. The Sabah tree is a huge deal in Mayan culture. All the way back, it's the tree of life. It's also called the green tree, Mm. which is the color of creation. Sometimes they call it the first tree. Mm. Biologically speaking, it's such an interesting tree. (laughs) It's native to the rainforest. It can grow up to 230 feet high. Whoa. Its trunk is absolutely covered in spines, like spikes that are- Ah, I've seen those, they're- Yeah. They're terrifying <laughs> looking. Yeah, <laughs> at a distance, it's amazing. Then you get closer and you're like, yikes.
2: Yeah.
0: Here in Yucatan, it's like a symbol, <laughs> the tree, Ceiba. Well, there is a, a, a beer here in, in Yucatan with this, this name, because it's like a symbol from from here, from Yucatan. Sabre beer and the sabre tree.
1: (laughs) They're so humongous Hmm. and they have a really distinct shape. Their roots are insane. They they go penetrate deep down into the ground, but they also kind of heap up over the ground.
2: Yeah, it looks like like if a mangrove tree got suddenly landlocked or something. I don't know, they're- Yeah, that's a good way of describing it. And like, if you picture the mangrove roots, but then
1: times them by 10. If Tim Burton designed a tree, that's yes! what it would look like. Exactly. There's no more Halloweeny tree than this yeah. tree. <laughs> and so it's got these crazy, gnarly roots and then spines all the way up its massive trunk. And the trunk can be like 10 feet across. Yeah. But no branches. It's just a spiky trunk up into the canopy 200 feet up in the air. And then this lush canopy. Yeah. And so it was a sacred tree of the Maya because they said the roots reach down into the underworld. Mm. The spines, the trunk, that's our world. And then the canopy reaches up into the heavens. Mm. And that is the tree at the roots of which Shtabai
2: died. Oh.
0: So, this is the, the reason why the Seiba tree is the biggest. Because it's a cementerio, como se dice. Cemetery? Cemetery, yes. Of the, of the men.
1: Oh! The yes. So all the men all the, drunk, the tree grow?
0: Yes, all the souls of the drunks' men is cement.
1: She sucked them down into the underworld, through the tree, through the roots of the tree. Ah, cool! The larger the tree, the more souls have fed that tree, ah. and she's still doing it.
0: Since this event, all the men, then our drunks, can see a beautiful lady with uh, long hair, and cabello largo, in mm-hmm. uh, one tree.
1: Hmm. She dwells at the roots of all sabre trees. That is her window into our world. Mmm. And she's angry.
0: Hmm. <laughs> down of the of the tree there is this lady. So when some some drunken man can see uh, one lady. It's a beautiful lady comes, some 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 words, and she, she
1: lures them over takes
0: at uh, the drunken man's and, and
1: then sucks them down into the underworld. <laughs> and they are never seen. Again.
0: (laughs) For revenge.
1: So the bigger the tree, the more you should watch out.
2: Cool.
0: (laughs) When I was a kid in a small town, it's called Yalcoba, there is a very big tree with a hole in the tree. [SSSSSSS2] Oh. So my... Parents told me then too many too many men go there. Wow. <laughs> and the tree is next to Cenote. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know I don't know if some some accident go with the, the cenote or go at the hole of the tree, but too many people say the Stabai go out and take the man and take the wow. to the to the to the tree. and i know too many men tell me then son some, drink something and go someplace. and when to see at the tree the the is it's come down it's, it comes like a normal because they don't want to see the woman because it's a, too too many people say it's a dangerous woman <laughs> yes, wow. yes.
1: So now who's evil? Mm. Men. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Drunken men. <laughs> Utskalal, she died soon after Shtabai. So
0: some days later, die Utskalal. And when she died?
1: Her body, too, was surrounded so by flowers after uh, she died. Hmm? But the flowers not, not are good, called
0: like, uh...
1: Sakam. Flowers. Like a, they like a, like um, a... grow on a spiny, horrible oh. cactus, oh. and they are extremely oh. stinky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Algo, uh, oh. like a uh, stinky, oh. stinky. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, is this just an old story that people tell, or is it actually true?
2: <laughs>
1: Jesus has no doubt. He has seen her. <gasps> Do people still see her?
0: Yes. yes. Have you and seen her? One time, I don't know, it's, it's uh, so one day, it was, was um, driving with my partner with no people there, no house, no. There was a big tree of the same. So there, we, we got to see one, one lady one with a white dress, with a long hair, so I told to my partner, just, just, just accelerate because. Oh <laughs> <God. laughs> <laughs> and was was the night it was at the half night. This is the time to, to the people say start to, to begin to.
1: That's when she comes out. Yeah, at yes. night. And because of Dubai, he and his friends and his family, they avoid going out at night.
2: Wow.
0: In the Mayan world, we we can to, to to make something at the day only the day when there is the sun because when the sun is is gone, and uh, it's the time for to sleep because it's, it's the time for other salts or the bad salts comes here mm-hmm. every night.
1: And that includes Shdubai, and she is not friendly.
0: I think it's, 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 it's angry because she only made something, something good for the other people.
1: The roots of the sabre tree um, and where she sucks them down into the underworld. In that mm. underworld, they can see it. It's not mysterious. It is there. It's in the cenotes that we talked about in the Zazel ha episode. Oh, yeah. They can see it. It's right there. And Jesus says that he would never go in a cenote at night
2: <laughs> when all the tourists are there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all of these dumb American tourists that are (laughs) nourishing these Saber trains.
0: No, (laughs) no. No.
1: Not only do the dumb tourists go in the cenotes at night, they pay to do it and they get super drunk. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, that Um, is an excellent way i'm sure the women make sure that all of the men know that story very well indeed yeah and it's like
1: dubai's revenge she is like making sure that it doesn't happen to anybody else and she has been making sure for centuries
2: Right now, many of our listeners are probably in the same situation that we are, trying to cope with a back-to-school that doesn't look anything like what we or our kids are used to. And that's why it really is the perfect time to start a subscription to Girls Can Crate. Every month they'll deliver a brand new, real-life shiro to your front door, introducing kids to a fascinating woman who changed the world, complete with a gorgeous 28-page activity book, all the materials for 2-3 to STEAM activities like experiments, art projects, and more. Girls Can Crate is a lifesaver for anyone trying to homeschool, hybrid school, or just entertain their kids, and it's a wonderful educational surprise for any kid from ages five to ten. And for busy families, they have mini crates and digital subscriptions too. Check them out now at girlscancrate.com, and don't forget to use the code HERNAME, all one word, to get 20% off your first crate on any subscription. Girlscancrate.crate.com. Get it for your kid, keep it for yourself.
1: According to Mayan myth and according to Jesus today, people go in to cenotes and they never come out. It it is so common that for all of ancient Mayan history, you do not go in a cenote. Wow. And we know this because archaeologically, we see that that's where they throw their dead. That's where they like leave offerings to gods. Mm. Um, Do you remember Gabo from the Zazelha episode? Yeah! He has a cenote, a couple of cenotes on his property, and he says they find stuff in it all the time. Like there are thousands of artifacts in cenotes, metal objects and skeletons Mm. and other things that the Maya have thrown into the underworld over the course of centuries and centuries. In Gabo Cenote, there's three skulls of babies, it's just like right there, and Ooh. they just do not disturb them.
2: Wow. It's
1: the great unknown. This whole network of cenotes, it's thousands of miles of underground rivers. Most of it has not been excavated. Yeah. And almost none of them have even been mapped. Wow. So amazing. And so, I mean, you can picture how, you, if you go into a cenote, you're swimming around, um, and this was my experience, too. I was kind of freaked out because I had already heard this story from Jesus about <laughs> what the cenotes are about. And then I go swimming like a tourist on all these different cenotes. Yeah. And in many of them, like you can see, this is where a river breaks off from this cenote. And you can even feel the current kind of pulling oh. you through this tunnel in the stone. Mm. I mean, it's easy to imagine how people who would go swimming just get sucked down this current, and there you are in this endless Ew. network of underground rivers, and you're never coming back out.
2: Yeah. Ooh. I've been in uh, the equivalent of these in Belize, but the rivers are underground for par- for a way, and then on top of the ground, running through caves above ground for a while, and so you can go tubing on these. Oh! tubing through the cave networks Ah. it's wild it's an it's a very slow gentle experience Ah. but it's (laughs) it's you know they're pointing out over there we found some metal things over there we found a skeleton yeah there's lots of saber trees around those caves yes exactly
1: and that's the key connection saber trees They love the water, and where you find a cenote, you'll find a giant sabre tree. Mm. And uh, it's because Shtabai sucks the souls down into the underworld, it gets bigger and bigger,
2: Mm. and
1: this giant pool of death forms right where she dwells.
2: Wow. Well, that tubing experience is different now in retrospect. Yes. (laughs) I'm glad you emerged out the other side. I'm glad (laughs) my
1: husband emerged. Yeah. (laughs) It really changed the experience for me of cenotes because they are so beautiful. Mm. It's like straight out of a movie. So magical. They really feel like you're in another world. Mm. But also, when you know the stories and when you know how the Maya experienced the cenotes for so many centuries, it's a little bit
2: like this is beautiful, but you yeah. <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I compared them to Goonies and Pirates of the Caribbean last time, right? I mean, it yes! is that. <laughs> it's it beautiful is beautiful and ooh,
1: exactly. And we actually now know, I mean, we know that it's the spirit of Shtabai, which is creating these cenotes by sucking people down into the underworld. Mm. Biologists and geologists unfamiliar with the existence of Shtabai <laughs> would say that these saber trees, they are the crucial ingredient that they actually create the cenotes mm. because of their crazy strong and extensive root system. Mm. The roots of the trees are searching for water and they actually dig deep down until eventually the stone collapses in
2: oh. and it creates
1: the cenote. So the fact that you see a seba tree at every cenote isn't a coincidence that, mm. they, they, that the one is actually causing the other. Hmm. Also, though, besides shtabai. There are also small spirits who inhabit the Yucatán Peninsula.
2: Ooh.
0: It's not only at the, say not, it's only at the, I would say, um, monte or bosque. Mm-hmm. How, would, how would you say? Forest. Yes. Yeah. When, when, the, and at the night, there is not uh, people at the forest. Oh. Because, well, there is, there is too many, como se dice, como criaturas, como
2: creatures.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And these are spirits of the land itself. They're sort of caretakers of the Yucatan Peninsula. And they have existed for, you know, they go back as old as time. Hmm. And these two, Jesus says, definitely real.
0: Awesome. It's called, like, different things. For example, the aluces. Aloches is, is like a small spirit. It uh, help at the at the agriculture is all the for the for example the corn the yeah. for me. yes and yes, yes for me yeah. yes for to for to save this and and it comes only the nights. Oh yes. If there is a, a place and there is this spirit there and when somebody wants to come or to get in at this place.
1: If you're accidentally approaching the place where the Alushas are, Start they'll warn you.
0: Like
1: they'll toss it's like a one, single one. stone, a little pebble.
0: One rock, mm-hmm. it's like a, please don't do it. Please don't do it. And when you
1: and since they're helpful spirits, me, they're, you know, they're they'll they're warn you when not you're not in fear. danger, it's anytime.
0: To make something at like these people. It's like a bad error or something like that. Yes, and this is, this is, this is true, because I... Uh,
1: when Jesus was younger, was a, he and his buddy, some, some they were, like, getting ready to um, go swim like in a, a cenote. ...to
0: go to this place, or this cenote, or so... And one, one time...
1: And then, out of the blue, one little pebble... One, one
0: rock to, to, to... ...hits his uh, shoulder. ...to me, one, one rock. Uh, next, my friend, one rock.
1: And one little pebble hits his friend's shoulder.
0: When it started, it was only, only us. So what what happened? Mm -hmm. So let's go. It's not 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 place for for us. We need to go with the (laughs) hole. Yes.
1: So, this was at the beginning of my exploration of the Yucatan when I heard these stories. And it really brought the landscape to life for me. Kind of hmm. logged it away, like, wow, what a way to see the world. The world that Jesus lives in and the, the spirits of the land, and there's actually a spirit of the forest also. Oh cool.
0: It's yum yumbalam. Yum or yumbalam? It's the, in, in Spanish it's Padre, del, el, the, the, the father Although of the the, of the Yes, of yeah. all the forest. You yes.
1: Every four years, they leave a feast in offering to the forest itself. Mm. And Jesus' family has been in charge of cooking the feast. They, his dad is the chef.
0: Cool. So the the offer is to the there, for example, some, you have some some chicken or some pork there yeah. used uh, to, to kill for to, to make the meal yeah. and this meal is for for the for the forest.
1: So they really brought the landscape to life. And as we were exploring after visiting with Jesus, uh, Shelby Durant was with me. She was my audio tech on the Zazel Ha episode who got stung by a bee. Right. If <laughs> you're familiar. <laughs> so Shelby Durant was with me on this trip. And we were exploring a cenote that was just especially piratey. It was very dark, lit very dimly with these blue lights. It was just so straight out of a movie. And it was a cave system hmm. that just goes on for miles and miles. And she had an experience. (laughs) Ooh. So I just want to bring Shelby in here for a second to share her experience with us. (laughs) She agreed to tell us. Hi, Shelby. Well, hello there. Would you kindly share with us your experience that day inside the cenote? Please and thank you.
3: (laughs) As you know, the cenote that we visited was in the middle of the Mayan jungle. Mm -hmm. It was so in the middle of the Mayan jungle, in fact, that when I got into the guide's truck to drive there, I stepped on his machete and he said, Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me move this. And I kind of gave him a funny look and he said, Oh, don't worry. It's for jaguars, not for you. And he was not joking. (laughs) That is how in the middle of the Mayan jungle we were. (laughs) So we made our way to this private property that had an animal sanctuary on it and the cenote in it. And there was one other person working in this area. No one else was there. Our guide took us to the cenote, which was probably at least two floors below the earth. Mm -hmm. And we descended a winding staircase down. And if you can picture it, it was big and open, with a giant dock-looking thing in the Mm -hmm. middle. And on the left side of the dock, there was a staircase leading into one body of water, and on the right, there was the same. And then surrounding the dock were little benches. Mm -hmm. I can't swim, so my Mm -hmm. plan was to enjoy the ambiance and read a book while everyone else swam in the cenote. Everyone gets their life jackets on and jumps in the cenote and I make my way to a comfortable bench. And just sitting there, it was amazing. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. You have the stalagmites and the stalactites and they're eerie but beautiful at the same time. It's dark, it's quiet. All you can hear is just occasional dripping. And even though everyone was just probably 15 feet from me, maybe, I could hardly hear everyone Ah. because it was so Mm. quiet, somehow. (laughs) Mm. I was being vain (laughs) and decided that this would be a great Instagram moment. (laughs) And I took out my phone (laughs) and I was taking selfies when I felt, Mm. all of a sudden, someone watching me. Mm. (laughs) I looked over my shoulder and I saw this woman and I immediately was embarrassed because I just got caught taking selfies in a note tape by myself (laughs) and I remember thinking oh my gosh she works here and she just saw me taking selfies that's so embarrassing and I looked again and I realized she was gone (laughs) and I realized at that point there was no way anyone else could be here because uh-huh. only two people work here, yeah, both men, mm-hmm. and everyone is in the cenote <laughs> without me.
1: How did you feel? Were you afraid?
3: It was incredible. I remember not being afraid of her. Huh. I remember she was small. She just looked like a shrunken down version of a normal sized person. Ah, oh, That's what they say. She was wearing a white dress. She looked like she was Mayan. Mm. She looked nice. Mm. She just was peeking at me Mm. from around one of the stalagmites. Mm. But as I sat there trying to figure out what I saw... Mm. (laughs) I started getting creeped out, Mm -hmm. not because of her, but because I started remembering stories Uh that sometimes these small spirits would wait around and warn you of oncoming danger. And so suddenly the (laughs) stalactites Mm -hmm. and the stalagmites are looking really Mm -hmm. creepy, and I'm starting to wonder if this is a portal to the underworld. (laughs) And so I ran up (laughs) Both floors of stairs mm-hmm. to the jungle and I waited in the middle of the jungle <laughs> by myself until everyone was done swimming. I remember getting eaten alive by mosquitoes yes. because I was very worried <laughs> about what this small spirit was warning us. Yes. Me of. And we all came back and said, Where's Shelby? And I never found out what it truly was. I never It was an alusha Of course it was. I guess I'll never know. <laughs>
1: yeah Mm -hmm. she saw what she saw wow shelby is absolutely convinced ah and i'm a little jealous yeah i would love to see with my own eyes Mm. um but we do have some interesting corroborating evidence or at least some very mysterious associated archaeological evidence Maya archaeologist Nicholas Helmuth has been collecting data around the Yucatan for years. Pieces of documentation found inside 300-year-old sabre trees. Mm. Sometimes the sabre trees are so big, they're almost hollow inside, and you can just walk inside it mm. and move around. Mm-hmm. And he has found evidence of human habitation inside sabre trees. Wow. And he's got lists of zoological species that live inside the trees. <gasps> cool. <laughs> Maybe that's as close as we're going to get, besides seeing it with our very own eyes. Wow. That shabai and the Alushas, they live in the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Another link to this story that we have today is the famous Yucatec liqueur called Stabentun. Hmm.
0: The Stabentun. Yes. Yes, it's the mix of the scent of the shtab and it. Oh. And it's made with, with a flower, the same name, shtabentun. Oh. It
1: yes. is made from, they say, the two flowers of the sisters. It's made from the shtabentun and, oh. and the yeah, sakam flower, so it's a combination liqueur. of sweet and stinky <laughs> into one liqueur. Mm.
0: Yes, this is a sweet, sweet liqueur, it's like anisette. Yeah, just, oh. That's it. Like yes, yeah, yeah. It's that, made. That's it? Yes. Just
1: oh.
0: Well, here in Valladolid, there is a, a factory.
1: So, of course, had to go straight out and buy that. <laughs> and it is really good. It's actually, it reminds me a lot of Ouzo. It's anise-flavored liqueur, extremely mm. sweet, but mm. also sour or sad or something. <laughs> it's made from the story of these two sisters. <laughs>
0: I believe in, in in these stories because I think here in in Yucatan, and to to do things relax, not like
1: uh, not too much,
0: not too much, like yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the message of, of the of the stories is all is for the all the people. It's not only for the men. Because at the at the at the night um, we have like a time for to go and to be like a uh, relax.
1: For Jesus, it's a story of temperance, mm. story of learning to temper yourself, which kind of brings me back to the beginning. We all have darker impulses Mm. we all have that monster within Mm. that's what halloween is all about (laughs) where we get to explore that and face it Mm. so this story to me asks really big questions about what makes a person good what makes a person evil Mm. and is is the trick in containing that monster within and, or is it in channeling our potential for evil? It seems like we all are shtabai, and we are kalal And maybe like the liqueur, Stabintun. You know, we're a bit of both. <laughs> but if that's the takeaway, then it's, It is delicious, (laughs) a mix of both. (laughs) As long as you never have anything too much. Mm. The end. I love it. Special thanks to Jesus Antonio Cupul and his family for bringing us the story of Shtabai. Music for this episode was composed by Roman Cano, Musica Maya, Dan Bowden, Kevin McLeod, Ricardo Lozano, and Esther Abrami. You can travel with What's Her Name in 2021. We are taking two women's history trips to visit the guests and the sites featured in our episodes one trip to Britain and one to Greece. Find out more and sign up at WhatsHerNamePodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where we post all kinds of additional content each week. Wishing you a very happy season of spirits and death. Thanks for donating.
2: Thanks for listening. Registration is now open on what's Your Name's Yucatan Tour 2024. Join us in Mexico as we walk in the footsteps of Zazel ha, learn traditional Mayan cooking, tour Mayan ruins, snorkel with sea turtles, and so many more off-the-beaten-track adventures with our wonderful little band of kindred spirits. Spots are going fast, so sign up now on our website at whatshernamepodcast.com. We can't wait to see you there.